Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Hey, good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL podcast, episode number 516. I'm your host, Christopher Jones, coming to you from the west coast of Canada. Yeah, hey, look, uh, we're uh, going to talk to football tonight and 120 minutes of it, and we're already into them. Uh, what's going on in your life? I don't know. Things are wonderful here. But are you psyched up for this football season coming up? Because I'm really losing interest in it, and it's not because uh, – Things aren't exciting or this or that. There's, there is no excitement. The biggest news we had was Bo Levi Mitchell signing in Hamilton. Big fucking deal. Um, there's just there's nothing that ke- attracting our attention right now. And, yeah, it's a shitty time of the year, and we're two weeks away from free agency. And uh, no team out there is just going signing a plethora of their own free agents right now. There's nothing really happening and it's kind of boring and uh nothing's piqued my interest and the cfl is not doing anything and i don't mean marketing wise and maybe i do mean marketing wise to get our attention to get us into the groove and find out what's going on and and not so much what's going on there why aren't they trying to make the league better and more exciting just before the show started we started talking about this one division again and I, I don't disagree with it. I do disagree with it for a lot of different reasons. How many pe- teams should make the playoffs? I think only four should. Rudy got into an argument with six. Uh, but, you know, that's still the bottom half. of. The, why don't we do a, a five-team, one's a wild card, and we do something different like that? Or, you know, I've always said we could cross over the second te- highest team in the league, goes over to the other division and fits themselves in, and whoever gets tossed out gets tossed out. There's all sorts of different things that we can do. Um, and would, who's excited about CIS right now? Nobody. Who cares about the draft? We don't care. The, the, the uh, CFL draft date was just announced. And uh, where? Who cares? Is it in any media? No. Char- the only reason I know of it is because Charles put it in the agenda. And uh, otherwise, I've seen nothing about the CFL draft, the CIS draft, or U-sport, should I say now. And because uh, nobody really cares about Canadian college football anymore. It's just, it's a, it's a non-issue. Um, and, you know, we're just going be- around and around and around in a circle. Why do we have a Canadian ratio? It's, it's, it's holding this league back. We're going to have to pull up our socks and get competitive with the XFL and the USFL. I, I've never been afraid of competition in my own personal business life, in, in my sports life, or in, in this football. Uh, CFL is the best football in the world. I have no doubt about that. But can we make it better? Hell yeah. Why aren't we? Oh, because of tradition. And this is the way we've always done it. And if we don't, if we don't have Canadian football players in there, people, Canadians aren't going to watch the, the game. Bullshit. If, if we don't have Canadian football teams, I mean, the people, kids aren't going to grow up 
and, and, and play football in college thinking that they, they've got nowhere to go. Bullshit. How many people play volleyball in youth sports? Track and field. Where are they going to go? There's no professional volleyball league out there. There's no professional water polo league. And if there are, I've never heard of them. So, you know, they still play the sports. It's not going to go away because there's no Canadians forced Canadians into the CFL. Canadians can make the team. Shit. Nathan Rourke made the team. He, he didn't need the Canadian ratio to do it. It helped. But fuck, man, he's down in the NFL. So is Alex Singleton. So is uh, Chase Claypool. So is uh, 35 other Canadians. Although Alex Singleton's not really a Canadian, but you know, we, we, I, I, I get to use him every once in a while because he's ripping up the NFL. And uh, yeah, anyhow, beside the point. Um, uh, let's open up the mic. Say hi to the boys. I, I, that's my rant for the night. We're going to talk about some uh, all sorts of wonderful things, even some of the things I was ranting about. And we'll go from there. Polling open all of the mics. Charles, welcome to the show, buddy. How you doing? Hi, hey, hey. I'm doing good. Just sitting here on a Thursday night. Anything to add? I got to echo what you. What's that? Anything well, to I kinda add? Well, I kind of want to echo. Well, sort of want to echo what you're saying because uh, <coughs> you know, it, I mean, it is a little tough to get up on it right now because nothing really. I was making the comment before the before the show uh, that making an agenda for this show was very difficult this week to try and find stuff to talk to. Because literally nothing is going on right now. I mean, like you said, there's a few, like the Bolivar Levi Mitchell and stuff like that and some other signings and stuff like that, but you can only talk about that but for so But that long. was a who cares. Yeah, well, that was something that I've been expecting for months anyway, so it wasn't a big shock to me when it happened. Uh, but no. there's all these other, like, I mean, there's signings and stuff like that, but a lot of them are obvious signings that, again, most people are expecting, so... It's not really huge to talk about, but, I mean, uh, obviously by the time the summer comes and the season gets here, it'll be completely different because, you know, you're actually going to have something going on. But right now it's a little a little bit uh, difficult uh, at the moment because, you know, not a lot going on. Yeah, I might be just a little bummed because BC was doing so well last year and then, Rourke got hurt and things kind of went down the toilet and then now he's gone and, you know, it's just like, oh, really? Yeah, it's just another fucking year. But who knows? Maybe I'll come out of this funk, this football funk, and we'll carry on and keep going. Uh, We're still doing the show. Otherwise, Sparky would have conniptions or something because he just, like, wants to – Listen to it tomorrow morning. So we'll do that for Sparky. I think he literally we'll looks forward. For that's, a, that, that's a big part of his week is he looks forward to our show. Without his show, he'd be lost. I, yeah, man. I, some people just need to get a life. But I don't know. No. I, we'll, we'll leave that at that. Oh, William. William, buddy. How, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm good. I think. How's your level of football enthusiasm right now? I'm always enthusiastic about football, okay? And the way I look at it, guys, if we don't carry this on, okay, there's actually two teams in the CFL who do not do radio interviews during the offseason, okay? What does that tell you about the CFL? No, they don't. They refuse to. They refuse to. I did not know that. What two teams yeah. are this? 
um, they would not disclose what two teams they were. But I'm pretty really? sure one of them was Toronto. I was pretty sure one of them was Toronto. I don't know who the other one is. You mean so the team itself? Like Finball Clemens wouldn't do anything the, right the now? Team, the team itself, yes. The team itself. Wow. Okay, so and uh, so it's it. I, I think it's up to us to keep this going. Okay, since the CFL won't Toronto, keep it going. No wonder nobody pays attention to them. Well, it, it, it's because we need to keep the CFL going. And yes, I'm sorry. I'm excited about the football season already. Okay, because it's football. It's football. Okay, I love football. You know that. Okay, I'm I'm excited that things are happening and guys are signing with teams and so on and so forth. And uh, it's going to be another great Canadian CFL season. So, come on, like let's let's just keep it going. I, I, I don't disagree say. with you. I just want it to get better. I want we we keep barking and bitching about the same things and nothing changes. Well, nothing ever yeah, changes, first, and it's so fucking you, obvious to first, us. The first thing you have to do is you have to get rid of fucking Randy Ambrosi. Okay, that's the first thing you have to do, and then you got to get somebody who's fucking enthusiastic about the CFL. Okay. Randy Ambrosi is well, dead no, both I, ways. I, I, I think we have to do this differently. And I think somebody needs to, some, somebody out there who is creative uh, needs to take over the CFL. I don't think the CFL should be run by the teams. I think the CFL should be its own entity and it should be run as a business. And if, okay. if the CFL could do that, and, and then the teams had to follow suit and do what the league office said, as opposed to the league office doing what the teams tell them, then we might actually have something moving forward that, that has something. So if, if, if the league could actually find some way to generate revenue, that somebody with some interesting deep, interestingly deep pockets would buy this, and, and create a, a business out of it, Elon Musk, what are you doing, buddy? Elon, how about doing this? You know, something like that, because I really think the, that, they, you know, that, that, that the cart's pulling the horse right now, and well, it, just, it's not the way it should be. I'm just hoping somebody doesn't create a professional pickleball league in Canada because the CFL will be over then. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I, are you talking about the naked picket pickleball? No, I'm talking about pickleball. Okay. Pickleball, I, but I, isn't most of it done naked? No, it's what? not done naked. It's it's what the old people in Florida play now, apparently. I know they and do I, it naked. Well, I don't. I don't know. think they do. I don't think they do either. It's just I had a I had oh, a oh I'm gonna send you pictures I'm gonna send you pictures I had a friend of mine about no no I had a friend of mine about six weeks ago he made a comment he made a comment online about pickleball and how that he's found another sport that he could master and I based I made the off cuff comment as of it, don't old people play that game so that would make you old he is about sixty years old but. 
And he went on and on and on and on about how there's going to be a professional pickleball league and it's going to overtake everything. And I'm like, is this the same pickleball I've seen being played by old people? But he's convinced of this. It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. So, just saying. Um, I just thought I'd throw that in there. So, anyhow, the the town of Merritt, where I live here, has has put in this huge pickleball um, area courts. in which, you know, yeah. t- courts, multiple courts, like many courts, right? Because they think yeah. that this is, you know, the up and coming thing and everything else. Well, everybody says that it is. And they, uh, you know what's happened to it? It's yeah. turned into Tent City. It's been taken over by the homeless. Oh, no. Because it's nice and flat and dry. It's got good drainage. Oh, boy. Now it changed. There, see these are naked pickleballers here. They literally play naked. These old people. It, it's a big thing, guys. I, I'm not. I'm not kidding you here. I'm not making this up. They they, they, they want to play this thing get naked. It's gross. You know, the majority of people who want to be naked in public shouldn't be. And the ones that we want naked, they don't do it. I just can't imagine my junk flapping around in the in in, in the daylight. I I can't see it being comfortable playing pickleball. Nothing either. Okay. Oh my God. You know that? No, this this just not enough shuffleboard or something like that, maybe. But pickleball? I don't know. I used to be I, I a just, big squash player, and can you imagine playing squash like No, that was just wrong. Well, well, I don't know. No, I, pick, I, I, what's I, the difference between pickleball and tennis? Uh, the ball's different. Pickleball's, like, those, pickleball's like ping pong. But played on yeah, a, it's on one a of those air balls. It's one of those air yeah. balls. It, 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 it's a ball with the, it's got all the holes in it. It's like plastic. Yeah, that's what I mean. Holes. So oh, it's it? a wiffle ball. It's a wiffle ball. Yeah, we played with that in... In high school, and boy, did it ever hurt when you got stung well, in the no, back or something, I, you know? I just, I just Googled pickleball, and every, and every game that's on here has a bunch of fat old people playing, okay? Naked. Like, fat old naked people. No, no, no. They're not naked. Thank God. Okay? Okay. Then so, Google naked I pickleball. Just, no, I'm not going to do that. Google naked pickleball. I don't want to do that. Because you'll find okay, it. I'll, okay. Okay. Rudy, welcome to the show, bud. How are you Thank doing? You. Good, good. I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of right now. It's like not much is going on in the CFL, but I think once the season kicks off, things will will uh, get fired up. Um, I'm not impressed. So, with the are schedule. we supposed to say is it June yet? That's about it. I'm not impressed <clears> with the schedule. I don't understand why East teams and West teams don't play each other home and away. Like, that's ridiculous in a 19 league. I don't even know. Like, no one wants to see Montreal and Toronto play six times a year. Like, that's not a thing. And, uh... And Boldly by Mitchell doesn't play in Calgary this year. Yeah. So, I mean, the CFL can't... I mean, they don't market well at the best of times, but, I mean, they actually... It's almost like they they purposely shoot themselves in the foot. So hopefully that'll well, change in the future. I think the league should be operated as a business. 
Well, but who and, wants and to invest in the And it shouldn't be CFL. run by the Board of Governors. The Board of Governors but who wants have to invest in... to say about what the fucking league does. But who wants to invest in a, CF, in a CFL franchise? That's the other issue. That's what it's going to be. Usually, well, not a franchise. That That's point. different. <laughs> I do agree that we can't... ownership has too much, like private ownership has too much say in the way the league is run. But I guess they're the ones losing millions of dollars every year, so they get, I guess, they get pissy, right? So, I mean. So I'm not but sure. they're not helping the matter by making schedules like no. this. No. No. And I don't get all the Thursday night games. I don't mind a few Thursday games, but for Winnipeg, we have four Thursday night games. I don't understand it. Friday nights are in the wheelhouse for this, this market for, for Winnipeg. I don't get Thursday nights. For a few, any market. A few, yeah. I mean, Friday, Saturday. I don't, I don't, get, I don't, I don't care where you are. Thursday nights altogether. Nobody cares. Uh, it's, everybody, I don't know anyone that likes Thursday night games. And people are busy. No. People, if they have kids, you're doing, you got soccer or baseball people or whatever. People work on you, Fridays, too. Exactly. And, I mean, the well, CFL. The worst thing is, is people, people who travel. People travel to these games, whether they're in. Yeah. Um, Winnipeg or out of Winnipeg or whether yeah. they're out of Saskatchewan or whether, you know, whatever. And uh, in Vancouver, they're on the island or up on the uh, Sunshine Coast or out the valley. Hmm. You, you can't make the trek in on a Friday, Thursday night and go to work on yeah. a Friday. It's just too cumbersome. So we all agree on that. Thursday night games are stupid and should go away. We should have two games on Friday and two games on Saturday. And don't ever play yeah. a fucking game on Monday uh, of a long weekend. Labor Day games, no. fuck that. Labor Day weekend, I'm good. Friday, Saturday, good. Leave yeah. the Monday, holiday Monday for the families. Okay? Yeah. So just Friday, Saturday games, boom, bang, off we go. Yeah. Uh, th- that's I how agree. Let, let me do the schedule. I'll do the fucking schedule. And no Wednesday games in Toronto. I don't care what the excuse is. No one wants to see a Wednesday game in Toronto. Or a Monday or Tuesday. Tuesday game, for that matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just, yeah, yeah I, I think one of those, uh, yeah, just, I don't know. No, we're just, uh, just, just done with it. Okay, so there we go. We've wasted 20 minutes of the show talking about absolutely nothing. No, that's not true. We, we actually, it's good, good conversation that we're having here. Let's jump into the agenda. And uh, see how we go with that, because I know we're going to take some left turns and talk about a bunch of things, because that's what we do. Um, Number one, the big story this week was the Hamilton Tiger Cats signing Bo Levi Mitchell. Now, that's sad that that's the biggest story of the week, because everybody, uh, any intelligent CFL football fan knew that Bo Levi Mitchell was going to sign in Hamilton. Okay? It was, it was just going to happen. <laughs> and everybody goes, oh, no, no, the Riders were in the lottery for that, and so was Toronto, <laughs> and so was – and I go, no, they never were. Hamilton would never have traded for Mitchell's rights if they weren't confident that they were going to be able to sign him. That's number one. Number two, Mitchell wants to play on a team – where they have – the fans are part of the, the show, right, where it's exciting. So that's why everybody thought that it was Saskatchewan. Well, so is Hamilton. 
right? Hamilton has some of the best fans in the CFL. So we're not, we're not, we don't have a problem with that. But Mitchell wants to go back to the Grey Cup. What are the fucking odds he's going to do that in Regina? Zero. Okay? Not going to happen. At least in Hamilton, in an Eastern Division team, it doesn't matter which one, Ottawa, Montreal, Toronto, Hamilton, he has a chance of getting to the Grey Cup. Okay, that's just a fact. He has a chance of doing it. He wasn't going to go to BC. He wasn't going to go to Calgary, or he was in Calgary, and he wasn't going to Winnipeg. So the odds of him going to the Grey Cup in the Western Division are zero. So, as Will's always said, winners want to win. Well, if you want to call Bo Levi Mitchell a winner, he wants to win. He's got to go to the Eastern Division. So was he going to sign anywhere but Hamilton? It made no sense. Zero sense. He was going to Hamilton, and it happened. I'm so surprised. Not. Anyhow, three-year deal, $500,000 a season? Did I, did I get that information correctly? Oh, yep, my no. good Lord. Yeah. Nope. Hamilton got fleet. Nope. 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 No, nope. nope. but what happened? It's better. It's better. It's better. better. What did he get? And, and it's not as bad as you think it is. First season, okay. five, 520000 Second okay. season, five, 540000 Third season, 560000 But the last two seasons are not guaranteed. The so first season is guaranteed? Yes, sir. Basically, he signed a one-year contract. <clears throat> well, the third season is guaranteed if he gets into the second season, according to the CBA. Well, I don't know. It's just what I've heard from people. That's all. $520,000. So, yep. I don't think he finishes just, the first season. I, I don't think he finishes the first five games. You realize yeah. that, 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 that Hamilton, Hamilton last year had, had, had uh, their quarterback got sacked 20 more times than Calgary's did. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, so, but at least it wasn't Saskatchewan. Well, no, Saskatchewan was forty more times. So, but uh, oh, yeah, you can sign a few, sign a few free agents on the O line, and that can make a difference too. Well, and not if you're paying also, all your money to the quarterback. No, but there's also rumors that he's a he's a good buddy of uh, Lewis in Montreal, and there's speculation that they're going to try and sign Lewis in uh, Hamilton as well. So, Bob Young's so going all we'll, out. I'm telling you right. We'll see. We'll see. Bob Young's hosting the Great Cup. He's going all out. Yep. I I don't believe that. You don't believe what? I don't believe that Bob Young is going to go all out because he's hosting the Great Cup. I don't believe Bob Young is going to break the rules. Not break the rules, but he's not gonna he's not gonna penny pinch. He's gonna you know he'll sign this guy. I, I don't. I well, the, I do not believe that they are going to go over the cap on purpose. Well, it may happen. No, no. But there's so ways. Not but, there's ways but there's ways to sweeten the pot. Like Big Hill in Winnipeg. All of a sudden, he has a nice job. His wife's got a job. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like the bomber, the bombers, you know, made some calls and, and set them up with good jobs too. So, I mean, that happens in the CFL all the time. I'm sure mm-hmm. we don't even know half the stuff that goes on, you know, behind the scenes, you know, what we see with a salary is, but what they get, I don't want to say under the table, but perks. No, that was Davis Reed. That was Davis Reed. That's right. <laughs> well, Davis has got caught. Well, Brendan, Davis got caught. Brendan Tammon, did, you remember that when, what's his name, uh, Labatt? One, one of the old <laughs> linemen got drunk in the bar and said that the old linemen were all getting paid in cash so that they could <laughs> stay under the cap. That would make sense. Like, I wouldn't, I don't doubt that for one second. I mean, even the operations cap, I'm sure they, I mean, I guess, I don't know. That's another, that's another, <clears throat> so that's another for another week, another. Another act of fucking stupidity in the CFL? Yes. Well, once again, once again, let's let's talk about what we're talking about. I still don't understand why Hamilton signed Bo Levi Mitchell. I really don't, because I, and 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 I think I saw I saw you make made a comment, Christopher, and I think it was the best thing I've ever heard about how how I mean how everybody why, wants the bow of old why, and they're getting the old well, bow. Well, yeah. Why would Cal- why would Calgary if this guy isn't where he used to be? Why would Calgary <laughs> even get rid of him? Okay. Why would they get rid of him? That's the thing. And so, well, especially when Mayor didn't light the league on fire. You know, if exactly, Mayor came in and well, he just no. fucking lights out football. Right. But the other thing, you know, they pulled and we, they pulled him Mayor to put. And we we uh, talked about this already. Why would Bo just sit on the bench and let the season go by if he really thinks he can play and he really thinks he's the starter on that team? He would have been fucking all over those guys. Okay? But maybe he made a deal with him. Bo, you can't play anymore. Shut your mouth. We'll pay you your contract for the rest of the year. Then we'll, we won't tell anybody, and maybe you can find somewhere else. Maybe that's what the whole thing was. Who knows? Oh. Hundred percent. That's what happened. There's no well, telling my mind. Well, they're tell us they're friends, though, right? Like uh, Dickinson and Bo are, are supposedly friends. So unless he's had yeah. a conversation, I mean, maybe Bo respects Dickinson and said, "Okay, I'm not going to cause any shit." I mean, uh, um, who knows? He's no. I think Bo. I think Bo's got a bigger. Bo's got a bigger fucking ego than that. Sorry. Like you're, you know taking, what? you're taking you're taking the man's starting <laughs> job away from him on his team because Bo is the Calgary Stampeders and he has been for ten years. Okay, like, uh, he, uh, but he you know what? Doesn't he had a, he, like he, had a, he was bad and he was hurt and not and ineffective in 2021. Yep. Or yeah, like the the year before last, right? So yeah. he was he was. He was hurt. He didn't play well when he yep. was in the lineup. So I mean, it's not yep. like he just—not like he had two bad games. I mean, if you go over his last two years, it, they haven't been very good. Now that shoulder, I don't think it's—it's it's, it's never going to be a hundred percent. So that's the question mark I have with Bo is—is is that shoulder going to be okay? I think he's healed up everything else, 
Like, I think last year he didn't play very much. So I think he'll be healthy going into the season. Now, can Hamilton keep him healthy? That remains to be seen. And if that shoulder holds up. Yeah. Okay. I, don't, I have I don't something. I, I, I have a problem with something that you said. And what it, the part that I'm having a problem with is that you're saying that him and Dickinson are good friends, and Dickinson asked them to sit back and, and, and take one for the team and be happy. Okay? I do not care how, how good a fucking friend you are. You would not be my friend anymore if you said that to me. Well, I mean, fuck you. Yeah. One day there's, there's no the way. Yeah. Will come there's up. no way that Mitchell would have taken well, that shit from Dickinson. Well, who knows? I mean, maybe at the time, but maybe the, now maybe Bo will just tell him to go fuck himself. That could, that could be very well. I mean, he might stick it to Calgary. No, he's not going to tell Dickinson to fuck himself. He wasn't capable of playing, and he knew it. it. The best thing for the team was for him to sit on the bench and shut up because he couldn't play football. At the end of the season, he went and got a job somewhere else. He's going to play in Hamilton as long as they're stupid enough to pay him. And then he's going to go back to Calgary and be a, have a coaching position because that's his home. Yeah, I don't think he didn't he's tell do Dickinson that. to fuck off. Well, unless don't you don't think he's going to do that. Anyways. No, he's, he's going to go. Toronto he's going to go. And, he's going to go and work in T, at TSN. That's what he's going to do. Yeah, he'll be a, a TV guy. Him. Yeah, yeah I think he's going to be a TV guy. He screams TV oh. guy to me. Yeah. That means yeah. I have to put up with him for fucking ever? Yeah, but you've put up with what's his name forever. Glenn Suter. Glenn, Glenn Suter. <laughs> Glenn Suter. Well, he's, I, 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 I really, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm torn between Rod Black and Glenn Suter. I'm not. They both suck. At least Glenn Suter kind of knows what he's talking about, even though it's biased. Yes. Rod Black, he just does squirrel. Yeah. There were some bad. Let's, okay. We should put that for a topic. CFL all-time worst commentators. When next week? Yeah, we lost Daryl hey, I mean, like hey, seriously. Hey. Wait a even minute. she left. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy will appreciate this story. Many, many, many years ago, Rudy, I'm at a bar in Winnipeg, and Rod Black and Dave Babich are there, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Together, together. And Dave Babich has his wife with him. And there are still women walking up to Dave Babich, throwing themselves at him. And none of them. None of them are throwing themselves at Rod Black. He's just standing there. It was hilarious. No. Okay? Yeah. It was hilarious. Actually, off the air, off, off the air, Rod Black's a pretty pretty cool guy, but just on the air, he's not meant for – he was never meant for, for – I, I don't think you can fun. use cool and Rod Black in the same sentence. No, he's a bad guy. Yeah, uh, I don't see cool. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I just don't think he's cool. There's nothing cool about that, man. Okay, so – Bo Levi Mitchell is in Hamilton for the next three years. Anybody want to put money on that? I oh, think he finishes no. one year. He'll finish first year. I think I, 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 I go Labor Day. Will, Will, are you taking five games? 
Because I'm saying I'm saying uh, Labor Day. No, I'm saying uh, seven. Okay, half a season. I think we're both about the same. I think about seven seven games is Labor Day, isn't it? Yeah, and he'll be he'll either they'll either pull him because he's ineffective or he'll be hurt. One of the two. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, four years ago, four years ago, I said Bo, Le- Bo Levi Mitchell on any other team in the league would get pulled before Labor Day. I don't. I never thought he was a very good quarterback. Now I think he's worse. So there's no way that he's going to go into a town and light it up. He's going to go into Hamilton, and he's going to be his mediocre self. He's going to get hurt because he's a pylon in the pocket, and they don't have an O-line to protect him. The only saving grace that he has is they're playing Ottawa nine times. (laughs) And Toronto six. I think that's 15 games out of the season, isn't it? Yeah, and in my mind, let's just throw this out there since we're talking about quarterbacks. In my mind... The only people who signed the worst quarterback was fucking Ottawa because they signed Mazzoli again. Are you fucking he's, kidding me? He's 34. Hang, eh? hang on, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. That's actually a segment. We have that's to that, do that later on. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't jump ahead. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, really? <clears throat> do they do they like his hair or what? I I just don't get it. Anyway, doesn't matter. Go ahead. I'm going to say Bo is going to play a minimum of 12 games this year. Okay, so if Bo plays 12 games, Hamilton Hamilton is going to be, uh, I'm going to go with 4 and 14. Second in East? 4 yeah, and 14. They play, they play 4 and 14, they'll be second. They'll be second in the East. Yeah, second <laughs> in the East. Yeah. Just like and you said. Be in, the first, be in the first round of the playoffs. So. Oh my God! True story. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Wow. Charles, wow. Charles, 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 you've been very quiet. In this, Do you have anything to add to the Bo Levi Mitchell saga in it, Hamilton? It honestly feels a lot to me like uh, Mike Riley signing in BC. It was uh, it's the same scenario here. Because I don't think when when Mike Riley came to BC, he was never, I don't think he was ever 100%. He was banged up, and he just got worse as it went along. So I, I, I see this as a similar, uh, to me it's a desperation move by Hamilton because they really didn't have anyone else. They're trying to create buzz for the Grey Cup. But I think he'll actually last two seasons in, in Hamilton. I'm not saying he's oh my going God. to start all that much. I think he's going to be a guy that's going to be in and out of the lineup. I don't, I don't see him playing a full 18 games, that's for sure. Uh, but I, I, don't, I think he might stick around. I don't know if he'll be – I don't think he's going to be the starter at all, too. And I don't think it's going to be a big uh, – he's going to lead them to the promised land or anything like that. But, yeah, it feels a lot to me like, uh, like, okay. uh, like uh, the whole situation with Mike Riley. I, you know, I kind of, I, I, I see where you're coming from with that, but I, did you honestly, I honestly thought Mike Riley was going to come in and do, do good in BC. Now, was I just uh, being naive in that aspect of things? Because he did come in and he did lead the league in passing, even though the BC Lions were like last in the West, he was still being very productive 
and a high-performance player on an absolute shit team in 2019. Uh, yeah, he was so good. He, he led the league in passing. Until he got hurt. He had some good numbers, but it wasn't it wasn't uh, translating to wins on the field. Both years, he was mean, that wasn't his fault. I'm not but saying it was, you, you but I'm saying it didn't translate into that on him. But if I'm you're behind him, I'm just saying it, it doesn't uh, it doesn't really um, it's not uh, it didn't translate to wins because the whole purpose oh, let's face it the whole purpose of Hamilton uh, bringing in Bo Levi Mitchell was because he thinks uh, they're gonna, he's going to help them win the Grey Cup. That was the whole point of bringing Mike Riley to BC. And in neither case, I don't think it's going to accomplish it. Well, yeah, but I, I think they're different scenarios. And I don't disagree with you. I just don't think that Vancouver or BC was that good of a team. It, it did not matter how good Mike Riley was. If you had Mike Riley in his absolute fucking prime, it wouldn't have helped the Lions in 2019. Maybe not, no. wouldn't have. They were absolute garbage. Now, I'll tell you right now, and, and like I said, Mike Riley was at least leading the league in passing in 2019 until he got injured. I'm going to tell you, uh, Bo Levi Mitchell's not going to be in the top five of passing this year. No, that's, I agree with that. Who's, well, what's their running game like in Hamilton? I think, do they have much? Really I, I want to know who their backup quarterback is because he's going to be a star. He better be listen, a star. Listen, listen, they're going to play Ottawa four times. I mean, the Alouettes are a mess. I mean, if they play, if he plays eight times against those two teams, I mean, he's going to have three thousand yards passing against those in those eight games. Don't bet on so, it. I wouldn't bet on it, but I wouldn't be surprised if I mean the East is going to be the East again next shocked. year. So. I'd be shocked if he had 3,000 yards. Well, Ottawa's going to be terrible. Ottawa's going to be terrible. I don't Why? think Toronto was – honestly, Toronto is not that good. They got hot at the right time. Typical East, East team this year. Like, they got hot at the right Typical time. Typical bomber two, fan. Two good teams. Well, it happened to Calgary, <laughs> too. I mean, that happens every couple of years. An East team runs into one. Yeah. I I think that the honestly the Eastern Division is a wash. Yeah, I agree. You you can you cannot tell me right now one team over there is going to be more garbage than the other. Ottawa will be. I think Ottawa's going to be bad again. And Montreal I the way they're going. I mean, with their ownership stuff, Ottawa Montreal might be bad, extra bad. We ha- we had a show back about before Christmas. And we were talking about the moves that Ottawa was making, and things were looking good. They got brought, they got Bob Dice in there. They got Tahari Jones came in there, and they were putting a, a good team of, of professionals together for for the management side of things. And now they're going to start throwing some players together. And uh, you know, they they opened the vault for free agency last year. There's a few of those players that are still kicking around. And now they're going to turn it into a team. I don't think Ottawa's going to be as bad as you think it is. Oh, Mazzoli, though. Mazzoli. What's his... year? <laughs> no, we don't, Charles. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> every 
every year Ottawa's I not th- going to be as bad as we think they're going to be, and then they always end up being as bad as we thought they would be. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I I'm picking Ottawa to be second in the East this year. Well, Hamilton's in Winnipeg, first game of the year. So that's a loss. So that so that means that means actually that means Mitchell. Bo's like probably ten and one in Winnipeg all time. That doesn't lose here very often. So it's gonna be ten and two. <laughs> yeah, Winnipeg will be cranky. Yeah. Ah, but then again, the yeah. first four games of CFL season don't mean anything. That's that's still to me it's still oh, not my thoughts. They do so they still count for two points. Yes, but that's it. And those two points are just as important. In week one, as they are in week 21. Yes. But I'm telling you, the Riders play Edmonton first game of the year. If the Riders win that game, their media is going to be already a great cop bound. And the fans will buy in. I'll put 20 bucks on the Elks right now. To what? To okay. win that game? So, to beat the Riders? They might. So, Although they haven't, won, so they haven't won at home in 20 years. So listen to me for a minute. I've been I've been experimenting for the last two weeks, and I've been listening to the sports cage out of Saskatchewan every day. Oh God! <laughs> no. Okay. And, oh and boy. For, for the last two weeks, for the last two weeks, they have been saying the the guy who runs the sports cage. I can't remember his name. They call him Ballsy or something. Um. Anyways, he's been talking about Bo Levi Mitchell, saying that he should come to Saskatchewan, okay, because he says Bo always tells everybody he didn't grow up. He didn't grow up thinking he'd play in the CFL. His goal was always to play in the NFL. And playing in Saskatchewan, are you ready, is the closest thing you can come to that experience without they're, actually playing in that. Without actually playing they, in that. Their media this is, is so I delusional. To that show. Their media is so delusional. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Did he honestly say that? Yes. Numerous times. And as far as he's concerned, every. Every free agent in the CFL wants to go to Saskatchewan. Okay? Yeah, they do. I mean, if you've, lived in Saskatch- if you've lived in Saskatchewan your whole life, you might believe that, too. Okay? Because if you've never been to uh, Mooseman, Saskatchewan, you probably, you probably think Regina is a pretty nice place. There, it's not even it's not even that loud on Labor Day there. It's loud, but it's not like bombers don't have a problem with the noise there. They're not as loud as they think they are, and it's like they don't. Uh, they have an older fan base, so they don't really get after the other teams. They're loud. I mean, they're loud, but they don't. They're in their own world. That's that's crazy. I don't mind Rod Pearson now. I, I like him now better than now that he's gotten away from. From that province, he hasn't got away from that province. Yeah, he's doing that. He does his well, podcast all over now. Yeah, he's, he's he's got no allegiance to Saskatchewan now. So now he can kind of just doesn't have to he doesn't have to toe the company line. 
No, he does not have to toe the company line, but he still does. Nah, not as bad as he used to. He's not as much as he used no. to. Yeah, I, no, I, I, that I show. agree. He's still a Ryder fan, blue all the way through. I think he is, but I think he realizes how dysfunctional they are too, though. He's always known how dysfunctional they were. He just wasn't allowed to admit it on the air. So, so tomorrow is the end of my exper- experiment, and I'll never have to listen to that show again because I never will. And just to finish <laughs> off the bow thing, just to finish off the bow thing, you heard it here officially. Bow is officially dead to me now. Okay. <laughs> he had a good run. Calgary. No, he was yeah. never a good runner, but no, a good run. Calgary he had, a good, had run. a good run with him there. Yeah. Yes, they did. That's what I mean. Okay, Calgary had a good run with him there. That's it. Don't tell me he had a good run with Calgary. No, 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 no. I'm not buying that one. Calgary had their good run. Team sport. Okay, I'm done with Bo. For a Me too. While. $520,000? How fucking stupid are they? I told you. It's ridiculous. That money was in place three months ago. That's why whatever, like that money was, I'm sure, guaranteed to him right away. And that's why he was always going to Hamilton. Yeah. So. Hamilton wouldn't have made the trade for his rights if they, they did not already have a conversation with him. Yeah, agreed. Indeed. Right, and then they were just going to play. They were just going to play posturing. He's going to say some grace. Say, oh yeah, I'm going to free agency. I want to see what I'm <laughs> worth out there. Da, 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 da. Hamilton's going to say we're going to do everything we can to get Bowen signed in there. And to, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and it, it was all posturing. And let's just move on. With free agency looming next month, two weeks, three weeks, two and a half weeks, two and a half weeks. What is this? 26 today, isn't it? 26 today. Yeah, that's only four or five days. Yeah. Less than, less than three weeks away, free agency is coming up to the CFL. Has re- CFL.ca has released the top 30 pending free agents list. Let's look at that. I bet you it's got Bo Levi Mitchell at the top. I bet you, I hope they updated it. Maybe, maybe not. Number three, 30. We're going to do this backwards. Okay. Joe Figueroa, lineman, BC Lions. Well, they need to f- sign Joe. Yeah, they need to bring I'm him back because he was one of their top linemen last year. Yeah, they, they just have to sign him. I, I can't pronounce this guy's name. I'm not even going to try this Calgary D lineman guy. Folarin Oramolde. Yeah. Oramolade. Yeah, no, not going to happen. Okay, that's Calgary. Uh, Jameer Thurman, linebacker with Calgary. Micah Johnson in Hamilton. Uh, Gary Peters, defensive back in BC. Yes. I, Larry Dean, linebacker in, in Saskatchewan. Sean Lemon. Wasn't it Sparky who said that Calgary's going to ditch Lemon? <sighs> Don't know why. They, they, they that signed, guy defies age. They signed, they signed Charles Vonters yesterday, who is a former Calgary Stampeder. He's been in the NFL for three years, and now he's yeah. back. And they figure 
one of those guys is going to take his place. I would I would sign Sean Lemon in a heartbeat, but it seems every time Sean Lemon has a successful season, he wants the world, okay? And the team that he played for doesn't sign him. So but, we'll but see what Huff happens. is not the GM anymore, right? So you never no, know. he's not. Pete Robertson, number 23 is Pete Robertson, the defensive lineman in Saskatchewan. Uh, number 22, Andreas Pickett, DB linebacker Darius. with Montreal. What's that? Andreas. 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 My bad. Uh, 21 is Stephen Dunbar, wide receiver in Hamilton. Uh, Cameron Kelly in Hamilton, DB linebacker. James Butler, running back in BC. Uh, you gotta sign I'll be him. extremely upset if Pete's not back. You gotta yeah. sign him. Well, then BC yeah, and Big definitely. Yeah, Julian Hauser, E lineman. Uh, Jovan Santos Knox, linebacker in Hamilton. Hamilton got some a lot big of Hamilton players. There's a lot of yeah. Hamilton players on this list. And they just spent a load of money. They just spent a load of money right. on a but couple now of they people. Can, so. Now that they know they've got him in and they know what they can spend, they're going to start locking yeah. some of these guys up. Or not. Oh, right? Probably. Or not. Janarian yep. Grant, wide receiver in Winnipeg. He's a kick returner uh, Jackson for Jeff Coates. Yeah, kick returner. Yeah, I'd love to see Jeff Coates. Jackson Jeff Coates. Jeff, Jeff Coates. Yeah, I said to you that he extended on, he extended oh, on January. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Trevor Harris, quarterback in Montreal. I, I don't Where think Montreal has a choice there, do they? No. Nope. McLeod Bethel Thompson, quarterback out of Toronto. Uh, number Maybe 11 there's is a Tim White. There's your trade. Another believe. tie cat. Yeah. Another tie cat. Tim White, wide receiver in Hamilton. Jerleg uh, Gittens Jr. Curly Gittens Jr. Curly? Yeah, yep. wide receiver. He'll be Toronto. valuable as a Canadian. Uh, Winton McManus, linebacker, Toronto. Cameron Judge, linebacker. Oh, he's been extended. He's been he uh, Cody Fajardo, quarterback, Toronto. BC Nick Dembski. BC all the way. Cody no thanks. With what? Cody? Back off. Cody's going to BC. Uh, Darnell Sankey, Kenny Lawler, number four. Lorenzo Malden, he's been extended in Ottawa. Eugene Lewis, wide receiver in Montreal. Number one is Bo Levi Mitchell, quarterback in Hamilton. He's been extended. So here's here's a couple of things here that we don't know about. Chad Kelly is under contract. Dane Evans is under contract. Yet there's talks both of those quarterbacks are moving from their prospective places. Well, I think Dane Emmons almost for sure now that they've signed Bowley by Mitchell. They're not going to pay Dane Emmons at the same time, I, I wouldn't think. No. no. So do you trade Dane Evans before free agency to somebody like Saskatchewan? Or do you let him go to free agency and not worry about it? If he go, oh, because, hang on, He's you have to release agent. him. Not a free He's agent. not a free agent. So you're going to either have to release him or trade him. You have him. to steal him. 
or release him? Release him. If he releases him, are the odds that he's going to go to Ottawa and back up Mazzoli again? Because they made a pretty good one-two punch. Kahari Jones probably went buddy-buddy with him last season. Can you see Maybe that being 1A and 1B? Can't sign Trevor Harris. Where's Trevor Harris going to end up? He can I've been talking that he could be Saskatchewan's guy. Who, who's looking for a quarterback in the CFL right now? Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan? Toronto? Yeah. Toronto. Toronto. Montreal. I would say Ottawa, but they just signed Mazzoli, so I'm guessing they're not going to go after another quarterback. <laughs> they might want to back up. Who knows? Montreal. Yeah, we're not talking backups right now. We're talking about this. there's three teams out there right now that need quarterbacks. There's Dane Evans, Chad Kelly, uh, McLeod Bethel-Thompson, Trevor Harris, Cody Fajardo, and there's three teams. Okay, out of all those quarterbacks, you know who I would sign first? Chad Kelly. No. Cloud Bethel Thompson. Kevin, Kevin Glenn. <laughs> Marcus Crandall. Kevin Glenn. Fuck. I think Saskatchewan might just stay with um, Seattle because Cody he knows the no, system. Yeah, I think. No. Well, there's no, a lot of bad blood there. Not, I don't know how he's not going to go back there. He's it, not you, it would only be because. He knows the system. That's the old, but I have a feeling they're going to get Dane Evans. Yeah, but they they're, they're going to have a new they're Rudy, going to have a new and that's, system. And that's not, much a new a, system. that's not much of a that's not much of an upgrade. But I think they're going to get Dane Evans. He's got a better arm than Fiardo. My grandmother has a better arm than Fajardo. <laughs> Uh, I think my prediction is he, uh, Evans will go to Saskatchewan because that way it'll look it'll, it'll give the impression to the fan base they're trying to bring in uh, another guy besides Ciardo and maybe that'll work for them. I, I doubt it. I think they're well. They would have to deal but... for him right now. I think they're going to wait till free agency comes and if they can pick up Trevor Harris. <sighs> Oh, God, how old is Trevor Harris? Is it 36? 37? No. No, he's not that old. He's not no, that he's old. Up. He's up. Charles, there. you got your finger. How old is Trevor Harris? I'm looking it up right now. I knew that. Thank you. Gary, how old is Trevor Harris? You bet you don't work. I, I don't think he's about 34. No, he's, yeah, he's not. Mazzoli's, Mazzoli's 34. Okay, Trevor Harris, born May 31st, 1986. That makes him 36. 36. Jesus, I didn't think he was that old. No, I I didn't think he was either. Oh, well. Huh? Tom Brady's 40. Come on. And look how well he did this year. Yeah. Bad team. Not bad. He got in the. He made it in the playoffs. With a losing oh, that record. Team. That team had a bad coach. 
So you're saying Eugene Lewis is going to end up on the um, Hamilton Tiger Cats. Is that what I heard? That's what I'm thinking. Uh, I could see it. Boney's a target. It's an interesting list of free agents. And... uh, (coughs) I think there was only, out of the 20, I think there was only three that were in the Lions, weren't there? Yeah, the two guys, the two guys that stick out in my mind are Lewis out of Montreal, because he's a great receiver, okay? Yep. Um, and uh, Darnell Sankey in Saskatchewan. That He was in Calgary the year before. He's a killer middle linebacker. Yeah. And, uh, well, what about Garrett I, Davis? Uh, well, yeah. Garrett Davis is getting, getting a long. little long in the. He's getting long in the tooth, but. But so but, is Sean Lemon. No, no, but Garrett Davis. He just finished his sixth, sixth, sixth break up appearance. Great break up appearance. Break up appearance. Okay, that's he's gonna be a fucking record. Six, he's been in the league for six years. Okay. It's amazing. So if if I was any team in the CFL right now, I would be signing Jagger Davis. If that's a fucking rabbit's foot, I don't I'd know love what him in is. Yeah. Every Hell year yeah. Gets into the into the <laughs> into the Grey Cup. Yeah. And I think I, I think he's yeah. I mean, he loses most of the time, but what can you do? Yeah. It, there's definitely some, some karma there, you know. Take sign this guy. Yeah, it would be nice yeah. to have him in BC, wouldn't it there, Charles? Yep. Thirty-two years old. He's not that old, though, for a D lineman. No, he's not. No. God, I hope they. Don Lemon is. I'll be so pissed if they don't. What's that? If the Lions don't bring James Butler back, I'll be very annoyed. Oh yeah. They're gonna. I think they've got somebody better. Yeah. I, I mean, every year there's some list. young. <laughs> What's that? I didn't see anyone no. better on that list. No, and, and there I, was he the only running back. Boy, there weren't many. Hang on, I'm going through the list right now, real fast. I think he might have been actually. I don't remember another. He's running the back only. On the he's the only running back on that list. Wow. That's probably because, like Will says, running backs are a dime a dozen. Yeah. So and that's of... what I'm saying is, okay, are you going to give James Butler a chunk of money or are you going to give some kid coming out of the state some money? I mean, how well, many running backs come up from the U.S. in their first year light the league on fire? I mean, it's rare. It's not that rare. Well, 
Wally had a knack of finding them. You know what? I just I just looked up to Garrett Davis' stats, and it's correct. He he's been in the league for six years. He's been to the Grey Cup all six years. Yeah. So I think I think he might might use that as a selling feature. Hey, you signed me. You're going to the Grey Cup. <laughs> Amazing. Well, it'd be beautiful if he could pull it off. I would bet money. Who who do you think is going to go hard after Jagera Davis? What team? I can see Hamilton trying to get him back. That would mean maybe. 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 Edmonton. Hundred percent. Chris Jones wants him. Chris Jones wants him. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hard on that guy. Speaking of that, was there a single Edmonton Eskimo on that list? I don't think there was. Uh, No, there's no Edmonton Eskimos on there at all. Not one. Nobody wants any of them. Even Kenny Lawler didn't take that list. Yes, he did, and he was an. Oh, did he? Yeah. Kenny Lawler's number four. Okay, that's correct. But he's an Edmonton elk. Sorry, my mistake. <laughs> There's no Edmonton There's no, Eskimos on that sorry, list. Elks. Yeah, Kenny Lawler's on it. He's, he's number four. I know Winnipeg would love to have him back. I'm not sure they can fit him under the cap. Not at $300,000 they can. Well, he's not getting mad at the owner. Yeah, but just watching Winnipeg so far this, this season signing players... All they do is sign old guys, so so I, I wouldn't be concerned about them signing any young guys. Well, they're going to be old. Cap. That's going to be an old team this year. Uh, Jeff Coates still young. They, they definitely have to get younger. I mean, whatever they they whoever makes the team out of camp hopefully brings the uh, average age down. But yeah, they. Won't be confused for being a young it's, young team. No, and and, and they're t- they've taken too long to yes, to renew have. themselves. You know they, they they've kept their their teams a little. Yeah, I mean, Dalton Schoen's coming back probably, so that'll help on the receiving core. But they do need another receiver. They need a fucking Ooh. kicker. Oh, get a kicker. Hmm. But yeah, it'll be interesting. And is the salary staying the same? I thought there is there a raise coming up the minimum. What's the minimum salary at now? Is it like sixty five thousand? The cap only goes up by about fifty thousand dollars a year, which is a thousand dollars a player. Oh yeah. Or fifty thousand dollars for a Canadian receiver. Lamar <laughs> <laughs> Durant's running around with his hand out. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think Edmonton will sign Jagarrett Davis because I think I've heard rumors that Chris Jones is going to convert uh, what's his name to defensive uh, defensive end. 
Gerard Carter? Who? Uh, yeah, Gerard, Gerard no, Carter. Uh, Emmanuel yeah. Arsenal? No, Duran Carter. <laughs> They've released Duran Carter. By the way, I, I love did. Manny Arsenal, but why in hell did they sign him? Because he's a he's a he's a he's a he's a Nick Lewis, only in way better shape. He can turn around and catch that ten yard ball. I'm telling you. And you know what? The other thing is, and and another reason I'm saying this because. He was actually on the sport cage in Saskatchewan recently. Okay. And it's a it's a leadership thing for you. For Chris Jones it's the same. They need a leader. Manny's a leader. We know Manny's a leader. Okay? He's a good team he guy. Is. And that's why and that's why they uh and I mean, if he didn't sign at Edmonton, he'd go sign somewhere else, I guarantee it. Okay? He still wants to play football. And he doesn't even he doesn't even seem to have an ego, because that year he was out of the CFL, he played in the Arena League for fuck's sake. So, I think the guy just likes to play football. Okay, are we done with free agents? Uh, yep. Okay, so let's uh, jump on next over to what it appears as though the contract negotiations between Eugene Lewis and the Montreal Alouettes have reached an impasse. Is this a dark sign for the Alouettes? Well, hang on. It doesn't mean it's a dark sign for the Alouettes. I think there's a lot more bigger dark signs for the Alouettes than not being able to sign Eugene Lewis. But I think we've... uh, Will's brought it to light that he may be going to Hamilton. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really have anything else to say with this. I think we've ran this one a, a couple of courses already. Yeah. Anybody, anything want to add in there, Charles? I just think uh, – I just kind of threw this in here because I think uh, the Alouettes are not in as good a shape as they were – uh, we thought they were uh, about uh, a year ago at this time. It looked like they were trending in the right direction with the ownership group. Things are starting to fall apart there. <coughs> hmm. See, I never thought Montreal was in any good of shape as soon as they hired Danny Machocha. Right. Okay. So I, I don't think they've been trending in the right direction since then. Uh, the big cuff-off between him and Kahari Jones, the argument between Vernon Adams and Trevor Harris. Uh, there, there's just been so much turmoil in Montreal. Uh, and, and, and I was going to just say Howard Stern. But uh, um, what's his name? What is his name? Stern. 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 First name. Gary Stern. Gary. Gary Stern. Gary, Gary Stern. Um, yeah, Gary Stern. Um, him shutting down his Twitter account and then going silent and then coming back and uh, the principal owner dying. and You know, there's, a, there's been oh. so much negativity and, and not good news out of there. And then when Stern turns around and comes back online and starts talking again and saying that he's trying to put an ownership group together and this, that, and everything – 
I thought they were starting to trend in the right direction, and they still might be. Does this make – is this a sign that the ownership is, is bad? No, this is not a sign of that. This means that they just can't come to an agreement with one player. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's, the, the comment is wrong. It, 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 Alouettes are in turmoil. I think as soon as Spiegel passed away this summer or whenever it was, he uh, that was uh, that was the, the uh, turning point I think <laughs> for this franchise because uh, I'm pretty sure the family took a look at the books and seen how much the Owls lose probably every year, and they're like, well, we don't want our inheritance to go down the drain, you know, propping this team up that loses money every single year, and I mean, people yeah, forget. Yeah. I'm, I'm not buying that argument because and, I don't he, think that the, the Montreal didn't lose that much money. Spiegel was a billionaire. A beyond billion. Without Wettenhall, that team's gone. Without Wettenhall, that team yeah. leaves in 2000. Without Braley, the CFL is not around, right? I mean, what's the difference yeah. between when Braley died for the, in the Lions? We, you know, it was like, oh, my God, the sky is falling. And BC fell in a bucket of shit and came out smelling like a rose with. Uh, but BC, BC is a better. BC, like Montreal's got a shitty stadium deal. The the university owns that entire deal, so they they play their five hours. A, they get they they rent it for five hours a week. They get no residuals, no parking. There's no luxury suites. They get nothing. Oh, we, they we get, know all they of that. Never, like, they never make money is, in that stadium. Is, is the worst franchise out there right now. Yeah. Okay, it is, without question. It, it's in the worst position all yeah. around. And it, it's never been that good. Okay. So who's going to invest in since, that? Since, since it came back from Baltimore, it's never been in good shape. I agree. So who, and the reason it went to in, Baltimore is because yeah. they were no fucking good. Yeah. But who's going to invest? If you're if you're a business, I guess La, the Lapointe Group. But I guess I mean I guess if they can make the numbers work for that, them, I guess that they might be the only people interested in buying that franchise. You can't make the numbers work for a CFL team. The only thing you can do, the, the only way that you're doing this is somebody has got passion for something. Bob Young is not in this because the numbers work for him. David no, Braley he, wasn't in because the numbers work no, for them. No. Nobody is in this thing no. because the numbers work for them. They don't work for anybody. Okay? The numbers don't work. There's got to be a passion. And deep, deep right? pockets. Deep, deep, deep pockets. I mean that's Somebody's so I don't turn, I mean not expecting to turn a profit for a while. Yeah, I mean Bob Young lost so much money playing at at Iverwin, and then that year they played in Guelph. He'll never make up the the money he lost. So I am, he's not worried. I don't think he's too worried about it. He's not, or he wouldn't be there. He he and he, he yeah. sold three companies worth billions of dollars. Three. He didn't just become a billionaire once. He became a billionaire three times. Yeah. From three different companies. 
He's like the Canadian Elon Musk. <laughs> but eventually, you know what? One of these franchises is not going to have a sugar daddy to look, to look after it, and then you're going to have you're going to have a team fold. I mean, the I think Ottawa they they're on a tight budget. That ownership group doesn't have a lot of money in Ottawa. I mean, they do pretty good. They they're doing a good job bringing fans in with that with that few losing seasons in a row, but they got to start winning some games or there's going to be problems in Ottawa. Well, I, I I can see problems in Calgary. Yeah, that's always been fickle. So, but yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't know why that team is still owned by the Flames or the, that organization. I mean, it's the boat anchor around their neck. They want a new stadium or they want a new arena. Yeah, I think neither's happening now. I heard the Saddle Dome, even though it's almost condemned, there's nothing. I'm not sure. I haven't heard the latest on a new stadium. No, I heard they're actually getting close to a new arena. But no stadium for the stamps, right? No, that I haven't heard about. Unless, Will, you and me, Calgary, have you heard anything about that? Not a... What's wrong with McMahon? There's nothing wrong with McMahon. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Ask the rock. We're, we're going to engineer that thing. We're going to put a fucking roof on it. And before you know it, it'll be the best, <laughs> best stadium in the league. With bunnies. With bunnies. Absolutely. Now, if those were Playboy bunnies, it'd be a whole different ballgame. Absolutely. We need glee no, glee you just glee got the glee. fat chick on the horse. We need long back in the CFL. No, no. All I know is 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 Winnipeg Stadium. There must be fatter people in Winnipeg Why? because because Why? there's so there's so much room in those seats compared to McMahon Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was incredible. Okay. Are I, there backs my, on the seats in McMahon? Yes, my 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 uh, hips actually fit between the two the two. Uh, Armrests. Armrests. Okay. I know where I... So. Oh, yeah. <coughs> so. Okay. Let's, let's yeah. jump into segment four here with President Victor Kai acknowledges it's, it was a tough year for the Elks business-wise, teases amazing new CFL initiatives as part of a solution. I want to know what this story is about. And the only sad thing about this is, is the, it, the headline piqued my interest. But as soon as you see the word three down nation, you know that they're sensationalizing this somehow because there's nothing interesting that's going to happen. I'd like to know what interesting initiative they're talking about because I haven't seen it. Well, that, yeah. No, no, none. <laughs> and is it, is it, is it Edmonton or is it the league? No clue. I don't even know what they're talking about. Like when they already gave like half the free tickets away last year, didn't they? What more of an initiative do you want to do? Like maybe win some games. How about don't lose three years in a row at home? Like that might be a start. Win some home games. How about that kind of initiative? Or is that crazy talk? Well, that's a way to make money. 
<laughs> they have a long way to go. They've probably lost, you know, some fans that they're just not going to come back. Takes a while. So the last paragraph of this article, or the second to the last, it says, we've come up with a couple of really amazing new initiatives that I wish I could announce now because they are so great. But this is one of the first times that every team got together and said, this is something we're going to work on together as a new initiative and launch it. And that's it. That's all they say. It's going to be great for the fans, great for the community. It's scalable across the entire league. Okay, well, I'll reserve judgment for this initiative until they actually tell us if if it exists. Well, the the last great initiative that we had was CFL 2.0, wasn't it? Yeah. What a difference that's made. What was our balls? That was. That was our balls are bigger. What happened to that one? No, that actually the 90s? was a good promotion. But yeah, but it 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 it, it it's not real anymore. They actually yeah, changed the size of the football. It did exist yeah, exactly. then. It just doesn't exist yeah. now. So I, I like Victor. He's a he's a great part of the CFL. Um, interesting. Hey, Charles. Yes. He's the president of the BC Lions right now. Well, it was Rick Lelashur or whatever, but I remember a down, while back that he was leaving and they were bringing another guy in, and I honestly don't remember what the guy's name is because it was so long ago that and I don't even remember. Nothing. But I remember a big announcement that this guy was coming in to replace Rick Lelashur, and I don't remember who he, don't remember who he is. Let's see if I... Uh, See, you're website, looking out. I on their on their on their website, it still lists him as their president, Rick okay. Lelisher. So, what okay. is it? Dennis Skulski named new president. Oh God, that's an old article. Oh, Thank Christ. Uh, yeah, okay, this here is we old. are. This is old. Uh, Dwayne <coughs> Dwayne Vienu. There you go. So we do uh, have a new president. Yeah. Well, he just, this was announced he just in June know how to talk. 2022. I haven't heard a thing from think. him. He will officially take over on August 2nd, 2022. That's months ago. And I've heard it's nothing. A year. Six months ago. Yeah. That hasn't said a word. And I've heard nothing from this guy. I don't even know if they're still bringing him in. Because apparently Rick Lelisher was supposed to retire in August of 2022. Yeah. But I've seen him since then. So I'm okay. not exactly sure what's going on. It was just something that I, I was looking at President Victor Kai, and I'm going, hmm. All we hear about in BC is uh, Amar Doman, and he's the owner, not the president. Yeah. So, okay. Jumping around a little bit here, uh, Andrew Harris is coy on his retirement, but the Argos GM Pinball Clemens sees his future in double blue. Is he done, or does he still have some gas 
in the tank. Now, I have a question. Earlier in this show, William made a statement that there are two teams in the CFL that do not talk or will not talk in the offseason, do not give interviews. But this is just telling us that Pinball Clemens has said that, that he is in the media right now talking about Andrew Harris's future, and he sees his future in the double blue. So Pinball's talking to the media, so your theory doesn't really hold water, does it? I need you to find... What? I need you to find one interview of a Toronto Argonaut in the last two months. Is this not part of one? Is Pinball not saying this? Future is in double blue. He's he's talking to the media. Okay. This is January 22. Right? January 22, yeah. And it says, I see his future in double blue, but he sees his future in multiple options that he has in the off-season here. So, basically, he's an old running back that used to play for BC a long time ago when he was good. Um, Okay. What Pinball just said, and this is an interview with Justin Dunk from Three Down Nation, so he's giving an interview. Right. Is that Andrew sees multiple options for his off season career in Toronto. So he's hanging out in that town. I wonder if he took his posse with him to Toronto. Too expensive. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Clemens is quoted all the way through here, so he's given an interview. Okay, and once again, remember I said they didn't say who it was. No, no, I understand that. And who, who, where was that on Sports Cage? Yeah, I heard it on Sports Cage a couple of times, and I heard it, I heard it from something else, and I can't remember what it was. Because I haven't seen anything on that. That was the first, that's first news, that is news to me. Well, but once again, I mean, if you're an average person, okay, imagine this, you're an average person, you're not overly interested in the CFL, say you happen to go to a couple of games a year because people gave you tickets or something. Let's face it, let's face it, you don't hear about the CFL at all. No. We, we we hear about it because we look for it, okay? But Oh, I 100% average, agree. For the average person, like, <gasps> fuck, does the CFL even exist? You know what I mean? Right. But what I'm saying is I haven't seen anything on this. Charles, did you see anything on this? Rudy, did you I did not, no. Anywhere? No. So, Will, are you fucking making this up, or? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is where you're going with this, is it? Okay. I don't think he's making it up. I buy it. Yeah, I don't uh, don't make things up, Christopher. Only about, only, only make things up. I never said you did. I I never said you did. I asked you a question. I only make things up about your little 15-inch statue buddy there, your cousin. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
higher than a wooden guy. Okay. Andrew Harris, 36-year-old running back. Who cares? I would you sign them? Well, Who he only cares? played what? He played half a year in 2021. He played what five games last year. Hasn't played a lot of football, but I mean, there's no way he's gonna last a whole season. Like he didn't last last year. So I mean, no, that's because yeah, he's been yeah. passing his piss test. And and he and he had a broken tit. Besides that, okay. <laughs> he broke his tit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that would hurt. Okay, I don't know. The CFL has unveiled a number of key dates for 2023, including the CFL draft, an opening of training camp, and roster cutdowns. They are another three-down nation. Now, what the hell would we do without three-down nation? Okay. CFL free agency opens at noon Eastern time on February 14th. Yay! The global draft will take place on Tuesday, May the 2nd. <laughs> With this, the keeping you awake there, Charles? That was me. That wasn't me. That's Rudy. <laughs> oh, sorry, Rudy. CFL draft taking place on the same day. Oh, my God. Oh, Rookie it'll be a day of activity. Wednesday. Rookie camps open Wednesday, May 10th allowing first-year players to take the field for their new teams. Rosters will be reduced to 85 players on May 13th, 75 players on May 16th, and training camps open for all nine teams on May 14th. There's nothing in here. Oh, there's very little about the combines. But March 22, 26. Shows how much interested they are, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. First preseason game is May 22. So that's, uh, where, where are we, Regine? You were February, February, March, April, May. So four months. Three months. Literally four months. Four months. Four months to the day. Four months to the day before we open preseason in Calgary. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. With um, the very first home game or very first training camps conclude on June Third, with rosters needing to be turned for week one of the season, the league will open regular season games, but BC and Calgary on Thursday, June the 8th. <coughs> Day after my so birthday. We're literally, we're literally, your birthday is June 7th? Yep. Really? I didn't know that. That's my sister's birthday. Oh. <laughs> Hmm. Now I know. Um, I wish you happy birthday on your birthday many times. I've just never put the two of them together. Sorry. Uh, not your loss. It's I just don't pay attention to my sister's birthday. Um, June 8th. Yeah, we're four months away from uh, the beginning of the season. On a Thursday Four months night. and... Four months and two uh, week and a half. Huh? Or is it five months? No, four, five months. Jan- well, I'd say four because January, February, March, March, April, May. 
Yeah, no, it's four months. Four four and a half months. We we, we start the season. So the opening game of the season on the Thursday night. So in the East, that game will start at 10 p.m. Yeah. And that makes that, a lot, that makes a lot Cal- of sense. It, it's BC and Calgary, so no one's going to be watching in the East anyways. Still, though, I don't uh, – whatever. Uh, it's an important no, game. No, I know what you mean, though. It's an important, important, important game. It's two points in the Western Division. Battle for first place. Ooh. Yeah. And I know somebody who's going to be at that game. Yep. It's pretty, right, well, pretty quiet in the background again. I haven't decided yet. What? That you guys are getting season tickets this year? I haven't decided yet. Really? I don't yeah, believe no, that. I don't believe that. Uh, uh, they're going to get it. I just... I just I just got the renewal um, last week I think so yeah yeah no I'm actually thinking of I think I'm I may go to Hamilton this year too so we'll see because mm-hmm. I'd like to go to Vancouver I'd like to go to Vancouver next year or the year after I'll be in Vancouver next year or the year after who knows who knows. Who knows? Well, if you come out to PC for the Grey Cup, I'll come down for the Grey Cup. Well, I kind of expect that you would too. So, I haven't been to a game in four years. I know. Yeah. In fact, I think the last football game I was at was with you in Calgary. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I think so. Well, how long have you been? How long have you been in Merritt now? Uh, five years in November. Uh, okay. So okay. it's the first year, first summer that I was here. I went back to Calgary to do yeah. a game with you. Yeah. Um. So, by the way, uh, Charles. Yes. Um. BC Lions signed a NFL veteran running back, Buddy Howell Jr. Huh. Buddy Howell Jr., they really signed him? Yeah. I don't know who he is. Okay, let, no, that's okay, neither is do I. Is this a good thing? I, 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 I was just feigning. <laughs> I, I don't know who he is. <laughs> Besides Buddy Howell Jr., he's a former NFL uh, running back. I mean, I, I, what did he I play? Two, that could mean he could I, play at two games. Who knows? I bet he, you. He got a Super Bowl ring with the Rams. Really, I bet you if you look hard, you could you could find Buddy Hall Senior out there somewhere too. <laughs> it reminds me of something off of like Gilligan's Island or something, something, right? Okay, Buddy Hall Senior. Okay, Hall. here he is. That was Thurston Hall the Third, Christopher. Something like that, yeah. He, he played uh, three seasons with the Rams and won a great uh, Super Bowl ring in 2021. Well, uh, and here's his career reserve list. Here is his career um, statistics That's... in the NFL: 85 rushing yards, a 3.3 average. He has one catch for three yards. <laughs> so, so he's honestly, a, he's a go, blocking... if you go to this guy's Wikipedia page, you go, you put it in, Buddy Howell. 
it's his professional career, and underneath it is blank. <laughs> How old is he, though? He is 26. Oh, my God. Had good numbers in college. He played in uh, Florida Atlantic in the NCAA. He had uh, 39 games. He had 16 starts. Actually, they're not that good. He finished his career with 463 yards, 2,424 yards, and 22 touchdowns. That's decent for, I guess, for a college, but 85 career rushing yards in the NFL. Calling him a former NFL rushing back is generous. I guess technically he is, but it's not exactly. He wasn't a star. He doesn't say he was. No. Buddy Howell Jr. But he could be in the CFL. Well, it's possible. We'll see what happens. You never know. I mean, he 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 spent enough time in the NFL, I think, to get a uh, get a pension. Pension. That's true. He dressed for 55 games between the Texans oh, and the so, Rams. Oh, so he yeah, got that, money. Yeah. He's he got, got money too, then. Sure. He's got attention. Yeah, he there got, you go. Yeah. And he's got some money as well. So he, he made money. On the active, after he was on the active <laughs> roster. Traveler got his pension kept, too this year, eh? We kept Traveler so you can have this guy. <laughs> he he was he was a special teams guy. No need to thank us. So although they called him a running back, an NFL running back, he was more a special teams guy. Uh huh. So see what Why happens. The we talk- Why the fuck are we talking about him, anyways? Yeah. Well, because we were talking about having to to signed James Butler, and Charles said, well, we don't have any other running backs, and I just found this guy, so it was a footnote on a Three Down Nation article. Yeah, but yeah, but you forgot the Canadian draft is coming up. They'll probably draft a Canadian <laughs> running back. My head hurts. He'll tear uh, up the league for a season, then go to the NFL. There you go. Yeah. Who, Buddy Howell Jr.? No, no, the Canadian no. The running Canadian, back that Will says the they're going to draft. They're going to draft. So, no. Okay, enough with Andrew Harris on his coy with the that. The gates for the CFL were over that. I'd love to play in Saskatchewan. Argos quarterback Chad Kelly acknowledges trade speculations, sees the Riders as a good fit. Okay, I have what a idiot. question. What a fucking idiot. What I a have a question. Idiot. I have a question. Okay. What did, he, what did he play in the Grey Cup? A quarter or something like that? Yeah, he played a quarter. He got a few first downs. Okay, so He's how does this guy, how does this guy rate a starting job in the CFL? Because he's I Jim agree. Kelly's what is he, Jim Kelly's nephew or something, isn't it? Or yeah, I mean, or something like that. Tr- the game was won. Toronto's defensive line won that game. They pressured Winnipeg, and Caleros couldn't scramble because he was hurt. It was that was 
I mean, the quarterbacks were That's average in Toronto in that game. Oh, no. Well, yeah, I know our, our, our Winnipeg's old line was, I don't know what, what exactly the plan was there. They, but were, they were old, okay? Oof. They're still old. They're still old. It won't matter, you know. Winnipeg, Winnipeg can get the youngest team ever, and it won't matter if you got a shit if you got a shitty kicker. Can't make fucking converts. Okay, enough. Don't get me on that again. You, you know who I blame Bring. for that? That's one hundred percent the coach's fault for not going for two points. Wow. He missed the. He would have missed the field goal too. Uh, he's just not. You know, it's that ratio, though, right? Um, O'Shea gambling with the ratio, right? If you get a Canadian kicker, then you can you can fill around your lineup. But it's kind of a you know, it's a dicey you know, situation. Winnipeg Winnipeg's kicking game hasn't been the same since Troy Westwood retired. Okay, so well, he was say, bad too. He was terrible too. He, Westwood. He was my hero. Okay, then. I got a CFL game ball because of Troy Westwood. If it wasn't Troy Westwood, it was Kenner. It was Trevor Kennard then. Kenner. Hasn't been the same since Trevor Kennard. No, we had Medlock. Medlock was money. Castillo was money. Cameron was a great punter. You paid Medlock a lot of money. Yeah, and and look what happened. And look what we have. You paid paid Medlock dollar money. The greatest. Medlock. The great. The greatest kicker ever to come out of Winnipeg was Bernie Ruoff. Come on. <laughs> oh, really? He kicked for a long oh, time. Long. He did. You know why he got traded out of Winnipeg? Because he got busted for, for a that's, marijuana joint. Right? That's correct. That's correct. And they, and they, it was almost like getting caught with like meth today. It would be the equal in 1979. And that's how Cameron got his job. Yep. But, uh, yeah, no, good. I think he won a great cup in Hamilton, didn't he? Hey, did I, did I, did I, hey, did I, did I tell you, Rudy, about, uh, did I tell you my Bob Cameron story from the great cup in 2019? No. So, my my best friend from Winnipeg came to Calgary, went to the Grey Cup, and we went to the venues before the Grey Cup, like the days before that. And Winnipeg had a had a social in the middle yeah, of the Friday. afternoon. Yeah, it's the and best one, we, it's the best bought, event. We bought tickets. We bought tickets, and uh, I see I see Bob Cameron walk up to the door, and they won't let him in. Okay. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, I'm serious. So, so we're standing in line, and uh, we get in, and I walk up to what's his face, Fat Boy there, Miller. His name? Wait, wait, Wade Miller. Wade, Wade Miller. Yeah. I, I, I say, wait. Bob Cameron's outside, waiting in line to get in. Maybe you should go out and get him. <laughs> and he said. And he said, you're kidding me. And I said, no, they don't know who he is at the door, so they wouldn't let him in. So he went out and got him. He went out and got <laughs> that's him. Funny. Pretty, that's that's funny. That's the CFL. Was, but that is the CFL yes. for you, right? That's like. Yes. And I think it, me, and my buddy, oh. me and my buddy were the only ones who knew who he was. Okay? So 
I, I heard a funny story about that. Uh, Roger Federer dropped in on Wimbledon in the middle of the week, like like not during Wimbledon. He just went to visit because he was in London, and the lady at the, didn't recognize him and wouldn't let him in for like half an hour. And then they have found the other security guard to let Federer in. Very funny story. That's just like my story from the Grey Cup in Hamilton, uh, not last year, but the year before. Me and Russ Gordon were outside the convention center where they're holding all the uh, all the events and the parties out there. And then out comes uh, Milt Stiegel. So we're going up, and we got pictures with him, and a couple other people got pictures with him. This one woman goes, stands next to him, all decked out in bomber gear, like well, literally. Like yeah. She had like a Mardi Gras bead, she had earrings, she had the jersey. Uh, like everything bombers. She gets a picture with him. Then she comes up to me and Russ Gordon, who's just standing there after we got a picture. She's like, uh, who is that guy? <laughs> it's freaking Milt Spiegel. She's decked out in bombers gear and has no idea who he was. Obviously, she was there for the party. No yeah. kidding, you so. think? Either that or she'd been yeah. drinking for a while, which is probably true, too. But Jesus... Stay away from crap. Ducked out and yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of funny. Silence. Should we talk about something else? Yeah. Yeah. yeah keep going, guys. I'm I'm t- doing some typing here. Oh, okay. You're typing. Um, You're sending love letters? Did you see my pictures of naked pickleball, uh, Christopher? Yes, not? yes, I did. There you go. Aren't, yes, aren't yeah, they nice? it's, a, it's a big thing. <laughs> well, they they blank those things out, so I don't know how big it is. So, anyway, not what that. I was referring to. I was oh, not okay. referring to I'm quite to thankful for that. Uh-huh. Anyways. Anyways, I guess. Oh, the playoffs are on, the playoffs are on Saturday this year, right? The, yes, the they are. The semifinals? Yes, right? Yeah, the Grey Cup's on Sunday, though. The, all the yeah, other which is ones fine. are still Saturday. Well, better, I, I understand why they're doing it Sunday, I guess. But Is the Grey Cup uh, still early again this year? Well, what, what do you mean, mean five o'clock, right? <laughs> I'll say it's like 6.30 Eastern, 3.30 Pacific, and then all the times in between. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the day. Oh, uh, the I date. think it's like the, the 20, date. 22nd or something like that. Or where is that? Is it a week, or, is it week earlier? Is it the 19th or yeah. something? I don't even know. Yeah, I think Last it's like the 19th. Or, or, hold on. Last year it was a week earlier. Last week. Yeah, I think it's like earlier, the ni- 19th. Okay. No, it was the 19th this year. Was it? Well, maybe it's the same then. No, no, it was the 20th this year, I, I think. I can't remember. I can't remember. I can find out one of those. 22... Yeah, this year's Grey Cup was on the 20th, that's right. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, 2022, last last season. And, then, uh, and this season is on the 19th, so. Okay. 
And then maybe the I Western Farm. Maybe I, maybe I want to go to the Grey Cup. That's my birthday, so. The West, the West Final is going to be played at 5.30 Central Standard Time on Saturday, November 11th. So that will be, what, what, yeah. day, what day is? We're going to have a, game, a football game on Remembrance Day? Yeah, they've had it before on Remembrance Day. Yeah. It, everything was after, – after Remembrance Day now, after like 12 o'clock, it's pretty much business as usual. Yeah. Back east. Well, it falls on the Saturday, right? The the eleventh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Eastern yeah. game will be at two Central Standard Time. That'll be interesting. Okay, where are we here? Okay, let's move it on. Can we do something else here? I, I want to move on here. What is is it? Okay. Chad Kelly going to Saskatchewan? Uh, uh, yeah, no, we don't, we don't give a shit. Nathan Roberts <laughs> to the NFL. Is it a boost for the Canadian Football League? How? Doesn't matter. Who cares? No. Honestly, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him, everything else, but you're gone, and you right now you're as important to me as Alex Singleton. You left our league. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Goodbye. You, you come you back, all the whole best, different yeah. ball game, right? All the best. Good yep. luck. Get the fuck out of here. Right? Don't go down there and start beaking off about the CFL because, you know what, if you really like the CFL, you would have stayed. Um, yeah. I, I don't have bad feelings for him. I just, you know what, is it good for the CFL? Is No. How could it be good for the CFL? It leaves a void in the CFL where he could have been an absolutely outstanding individual. He's gone down to the NFL. And now well, the NFL, unless he absolutely goes down there and lights it up as a starter in the NFL, and then all of a sudden everybody goes, where's this guy been? Or oh, he's been at the CFL. Maybe we should be watching the CFL. Unless that happens. No. How could this be advantageous to the CFL? How? But his, t- his time was so short in the CFL that I don't think if he ever does make it big, it will be, it'll be a minor footnote. It's not going to be like Doug Flutie or Warren Moon where they actually <laughs> or, play or significant Wait. time here. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I agreed. Be. Agreed. But how could it be a boom boost for the CFL? I don't see it. Yeah, no. No, that's a big talent drain. That's all that is. Yeah, we just – that was a lose. That wasn't yeah. a game. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let Charles add to that. Just because you have anything to say – Support or deny or abuse anything. What do you got there? Well, I mean, uh, this was an editorial written by our old friend uh, Brendan McGuire, who is known on this show. Um, <laughs> uh, He's on the show for a reason. Uh, I don't. Uh, I mean, I don't see how it's a boost. I mean. To go down and I don't play, see uh, if he's on a third string or even a backup, hell, there's been other quarterbacks that have done that. Did it boost the league then? Not really, so. No. no. I don't know. Doesn't it seem would have boosted the I league if he stayed in the league. If yeah, he maybe. stayed in the league, it would have been huge. If you would have won, let's say, if you would have stayed this year, played the whole year, win a great cup, and then go down, there would be some a little more buzz. Yeah. Well, especially if he ripped the record books up. 
Because mm-hmm. he was doing that already. But no, it, it, it's over. I mean, goodbye. I'm not saying he's dead to me. It's just not important. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Wish him well. William, you got something to say on this one? No. I, I Good. Once again, maybe if Nathan Rourke <coughs> goes to the NFL and falls flat on his face, which I don't think he's going to do, and then comes back yeah. to the CFL, lights it up for two or three years, and then goes back to the NFL, it might make a difference. But right now, I think his time in the CFL is so was so limited that we'll talk about it, but a lot of other people won't even remember it. No. So. They, 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 it's, he's just an undrafted signing down there. It's the only way that it's going to be played. Yeah. And, and I, once again, once again, if he goes to the NFL, eventually becomes a starter, and maybe becomes a star, in my mind, it just goes to prove you, prove that all the technology that the NFL has for scouting doesn't mean fucking dick because, <laughs> because they missed on a guy like that, just like they missed on Cameron Wake. But that's right. one of them. That they get him right miss. more than they... It's a huge miss, and it happens. But, I mean, every develops at a different time. There's injuries. And don't forget, it's not like um, Rourke played at a big-time college. Nope. So it's, he played at Ohio. That's not like a small college. No, well, no, it wasn't the Ohio. It was yeah, little, it was a it different. Was, no, it wasn't like Ohio yeah. State or anything like that. Yeah. No. No. So that that probably hurt him a little bit. But the only reason why he's getting just, now is that I I just love it every time. I just love it every time the NFL fucks up. Okay. Because there's been many fuck-ups in the NFL over the years. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, oh, it's, yeah. Not, it's not an exact science. It's like hockey, too, right? You draft guys, and all of a sudden some guys pan out. And, and you find this diamond in the rough, right? I mean, yeah. it, it happens. And, I mean, it's the same thing. Why did Warren Moon have to come to the CFL? Why did Joe Seisman – well, Joe Seisman came up here because he wanted to. Um, Jeff Garcia. Why – you know, all of these – Cam Wake. Doug Flutie. Why were they in the CFL? Because somebody in the NFL fucked up. Yep. Didn't think he was good enough to do what he could do. They came up here, proved him wrong. And good for them. Brandon Browner. Is he in jail? No. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, he is in jail. I sure think he is. Yeah. Yeah. CFL, CFL, PA have differing views when it comes to workers' compensation for players. You think? Another three-down article. Do you do you get anything in here from that wasn't three-down, Charles? The, the first one was. Problem is, there's not a lot of places to find CFL. So I got some from CFL, CA. I find stuff for where I can. The fir- the first two. The first two were. The rest were three down. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, you think? Is it any different? Is the CFL and the CFLPA any different than any company and, and union out there? No, they have difference of opinion. Not. They're about the same. 
Quote? Yep. I'm, re- I'm okay. reading. Yeah. It, it really doesn't say a whole lot here. Um, I, You know, I just – I have problems – with the uh, CFLPA when President Solomon Aluminium, I just don't see him as this union guy. Maybe I'm wrong or whatever, but it just doesn't seem like it. And and it always goes most... back to Jonathan Hafney. To what? Well, like he got hurt, right? Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan right. Hafney when he when he fractured three vertebrae, 2015. Right. But but who was the, the it was a Jason Tucker in Edmonton that broke his neck too? Yeah. Jason Tucker, that's right. I I honestly believe that the league or the teams or somebody somebody should take responsibility for these players if, if with long term injuries. And not even just the obvious ones, like a broken neck. Obviously, you know you've done that. But um, physio, yeah. The issue is, I mean, long-term medical care in the United States. If they go back to the United States, I don't think a lot of female teams can afford to pay out that type of money for a long-term claim, right? If it's like he's paralyzed or partially paralyzed. I mean, that would be millions of dollars a year. To... But, but you know, what, what are the odds that that's going to happen? It's true. It's not but likely. So, so then you should be able to have an insurance policy that protects you to do that. I mean, you get an insurance policy against the hole in one, the golf courses do, right? Cause they always yep. put, give off this big prize if somebody gets a hole in one, so they pay a premium, all the golf courses pay a premium. Somebody gets a hole in one, they pay, the insurance company has to pay off. It's the same thing with this, right? It, it, you should be able to have some type of insurance and that should be the primary goal. And yeah, I don't know. Well, that's some kind of insurance that CFL pays into. Well, they have medical coverage, but it, it, it does expire, right? And, and, and the paragraph in here, it says, the issue of the player safety has been top of the minds of the CFL PA since Jonathan Hefney, defensive back with Montreal Alouette, suffered three fractured vertebrae in 2015. He required a number of surgeries to gain full usage of his right arm, but only one procedure was completed before Hefney's medical coverage expired. Hefney turned to crime and elevated his, alleviated his financial distress by trafficking in cocaine. But he got caught in 2017 and was sentenced to three to nine years. <laughs> okay. So the CFLPA is saying that, okay, because your medical cur- coverage doesn't cover it here, co- cover the players adequately, they have to go to trafficking drugs to, to pay for their surgeries. And I guess the answer is don't go back to America because if you stay in Canada, all you get looked after. Yeah. Yeah. (coughs) I think the moral of the story is just say is just say no to some drugs. 
especially if you don't have a career back in the States. Like, what are you going back to? Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to go back to your friends that are deadbeat friends and, you know, basically what you'd avoided by playing in the CFL in Canada, you're going, you know, you're right back into a, a messy situation. Yep. Yeah. Okay, we've got three minutes left to show. Uh, final thing in here, the Ottawa Red Blacks have signed franchise quarterback Jeremiah Mazzoli to a contract extension through 2024. His contract was not to expire until the end of 2023. This is just an extension to what was already in place. Okay, Ottawa Red Blacks seem to be content with being cellar dwellers in the Eastern Division. So... <laughs> He was injured most of the last year anyhow, so you can't really blame last year's season on him. Mm-hmm. Nope. He's you could bl- you could blame it on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, but yeah. Uh, um blame it on Lapo. Yes. What, the injury? No, no. <laughs> the season. The season. <clears throat> yeah. I, I just don't see Ottawa. Well, how can you blame it on a coach or, or an OC when your number one starting quarterback gets injured in, like, the game two of the season? Yeah, they did, though. That's true. Right? I mean, it's really not fair. But so we'll see what happens. Is Jeremiah Mazzoli the, the savior in uh, Sawtown? I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Well, this has been Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 516. I'm your host, Christopher Jones. We are done. We're done like dinner. Two hours have gone by. We had fun. I talked football. I kind of got a little bit excited about it, so we'll see what happens for next year or next week. Maybe something interesting is going to happen. We get chat some more. We'll never run out of things to talk about on the CFL, and that's just a fact. So say good night, Rudy. Good night, everyone. Okay. Geez, that was, you know, you really expanded on that a lot. I'm, I'm really happy for it. I'll, okay. I'll do better next time. We'll keep, keep your big fingers away from the buttons for this week, Will, okay, because you disappeared on us last time. Charles, go ahead. Yeah, Say good night. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you next week. Awesome. William, it's all up to you. Wrap it up. Good night, folks. Hopefully in the future – the Halifax Schooners will sign Jeremiah Mazzoli and go down in history as having more worst quarterback Marcus ever Randall. in the CFL. Yeah, no, no. Go Schooners, go. Good night, everybody. Go Schooners. Good night, Good night everybody. Cheers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.